Welcome to the Park Snacker Pod, your source for Disney Parks news. I am here with my co-host, Katie. Katie, how's it going? Hi, I'm back. It's going great. Excellent. Glad to have you back. Hope you had a good vacation. I did. It was nice and relaxing. And then got back late on Sunday night and we're... I just jumped right back into the real world. Yeah. <laughs> I always feel like I need a vacation for my vacation. That's always how it is, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we're also here with CJ again. Welcome back, CJ. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. No problem. You know, there is just so much to discuss. I want to catch up, you know, hear all about your vacation, Katie. Uh, but frankly, that is at the bottom of my list of things to talk about, unfortunately. <laughs> There's not much to say. It was wonderful and it was relaxing. Yeah. Yeah. That was it. That was great. Lots of wine was drunk. That's about it. That's, you know, all that matters. I saw you made another nice Kahlua video, too. I did. (laughs) Yes. Kahlua reached out and asked for a pumpkin spice latte version of the Kahlua coffee stupid reel I made. I like that. Not stupid. It's cool. But yeah, so if you haven't tried it yet, not sponsored, but somewhat sponsored by Kahlua, pumpkin spice lattes with Kahlua is actually really good. You should try it. Well, when I'm at, when I'm at the Grand Floridian pool next week, I want to make sure I get a coffee and get the little Kahlua. Oh my God, do it. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's going to know. Yeah. They're going to know. Yeah. Um, good. But cool. Yeah. So we have so much to talk about. D23 was this past weekend. So much news. We have the Disney parks to talk about. We had Josh Tomorrow on stage. Um, I I watched the Disney Games panel. That was you know that wasn't even a panel. That was more just like a thirty minute video of like showing off the games that were happening. We got some fun movie news uh, from Disney Animation, from Pixar, from Marvel, Lucasfilm, Twentieth uh, Century Fox. So much cool news. I wish we could talk about those today, um, but we are not. Um, so, you know, I don't want to really wait anymore. We have to, we have so much to discuss. So let's just begin. But of course, first we have to talk about our sponsor, Park Snacker. Uh, there, it is a, I shouldn't even say new anymore. It's been around for almost a year now, but uh, it's for all Disney fans where you can rate, review, and discover over 70,000 menu items at Walt we Disney We made it! World. Yeah, we're over 70 now. Uh, we've actually been for a while. I think we're around like 74. So I just, wow. we haven't really looked at the number in a while. Um, <laughs> but you can connect with your friends. So connect with me, CJ, Katie, connect with us on there. You can see what we're, the worst snacking on, especially me next week. I'm going to be all in on all the Disney food. Uh, you can browse menus, create custom lists, and so much more. So head over to parksnacker.com today to download the app available on iOS and Android. Again, go to parksnacker.com today to rate and review what you eat and drink at Walt Disney World. And lastly, don't forget to go to our merch shop. Just go to store.parksnacker.com or, you know, just go to parksnacker.com and it's in the menu there. So um, that'll support us and it'll go directly back in into the app. So, so do that. But all right, let's get into it. Anything Before we start, you know... Katie, I know you were um, away for the weekend. You know you were, you know, off the grid. Um, yes. Do you have any general thoughts of how the the parks panel, the the what is it, the uh, the parks experiences and products uh, panel went? Uh, do you do you have any general thoughts? So I've seen the headlines, um, and I quickly went through the notes that you the show notes for today. But yeah, I was so I was actually traveling home, driving home on Sunday when the parks panel was going on. So I tried to watch some of the live stream, but just crappy service and my phone being 
old. Um, I didn't really watch too much. So I am actually really looking forward to diving through all this information <laughs> because a lot of it is new to me. Like I, I've heard a lot of these big news topics already, but um, I, and then I did listen to your predictions episode from last week, um, which I thought was really fun to listen <laughs> to that earlier today even. And then read through the notes. And I was like, huh, okay. <laughs> a little bit different there. Yeah. <laughs> but it was fun. So yeah, I really don't know, again, anything other than like the major big news. I haven't heard anything. Cool. Uh, CJ, what about you? What were your uh, general thoughts of the, the panel itself and the news there's we got? There's some highlights. There's some letdowns. And there's some stuff that I'm kind of eh about. Mm-hmm. I, I thought it was a pretty typical parks panel. You know, I think people are like, they're going to bring back annual passes. They're going to bring back the dining plant. No, this is not the, the parks panel is not where they discuss that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, so yeah. I'm satisfied overall. Okay. Yeah. I felt like I was just, I was underwhelmed with the news that we got. Um, you know, I think there's a lot of fun things that are happening. It just seems to me, you know, Disney is really, spending their money elsewhere mostly on like disney plus uh and yes. like streaming um you know they're they're putting i don't know the the correct term but a lot of their expenditure i think that's the correct term i don't know finance at all i like it but i think you know the money that they make they're putting back into disney plus and other areas right now um you know because we really didn't hear anything major and the big news that we're going to discuss first isn't really like an announcement it's more of like this is kind of what we're thinking about doing maybe um so yeah to me it was just like i was hoping for like one solid like big news item that like we you know announce we're announcing this this is happening um and that's kind of what i was hoping with like the, my, our dino land prediction last week like i was confident like we were going to get like a solid announcement like I, like I said, we got something, but it's not an announcement, and we'll discuss further in a second. But, you know, overall, it was fun. I think Josh Samaro did a good job. He really knows how to, like, you know, just drag something out, like, for so long, and then, like, it, there's really no reward at the end. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was, you know, I was taking notes for my own blog, and I was watching it in two times speed, and I was like take one bullet point and then just sit there and wait. And I was mm -hmm. watching it on two times speed. I was like, oh, this is a lot of fluff. Yep. Oh, <laughs> it was so much fluff. Yeah. Lead yeah. yeah. Even yeah. like, for example, leading up to the Mandalorian, like it was him and John Favreau talking for like five, 10 minutes or whatever it was. And I'm like, oh, this must be something good. Like something good is coming. And then it's like, oh, that's it. Just Mandalorian. Okay. <laughs> so I feel like he does know how to captivate an audience very well. Though. Oh, definitely. Yeah. For sure. It was engaged. The few little snippets I've seen, I'm like, okay, I could I could sit and watch this guy and talk for honestly, a long time. Honestly, <laughs> when you're when you're there in the room, it's very exciting oh. to be there with the mm -hmm. lights mm -hmm. and the music and all the people and the closest is you're like, oh, what's gonna happen? What's gonna happen? And everyone's like, Whoa! It's yeah. just it's really exciting. Yeah. Where, yeah. so I know you've been the D twenty three. When was the last parks panel that you were in? I was at twenty nineteen, the last oh, one. Oh, you were okay. Gotcha. Yeah, okay. yeah, and the highlight, hundred percent, was Dick Van Dyke coming out on stage, dancing the whole nine yards. That was that was fantastic. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um. Cool. So yeah, let's get into it now. I I'm not going to go from like you know because this is mostly going to be about the parks panel with some other tidbits in there. Um. I'm not going to go like from the beginning of the show to the end. I, I broke it up into sections. So first, I want to talk the big, 
you know, what they call the big sky projects. So because that's like what they ended with and what people are talking about. We'll talk Walt Disney World, uh, Disneyland, and then, you know, other Disney Cruise Line as well. Um, so let's start with the big sky projects. Now, before, you know, before we talk about the projects were, I think people have to understand what a big sky project is. Now, big sky projects, you know, the, the ter- that term is used in kind of in several ways. Like, when you think in big sky, this could mean like, you know, come up with ideas that might not even you know, be possible to do. It's like, you know, think so outside the box out of like what can be done in reality. And, you know, from there, that's going to cause more ideas to come and then more ideas and more ideas. It's just like a big ideation kind of session, I guess you could call, um, where it's like, you know, this isn't concrete. That's why, you know, if you watch the panel, they were just like, what if this happens? You know, what if we're doing this? And what if we're doing that? They never said this is coming, you know, to Disney World. They're just saying like, you know, these are the things that we're thinking about. Like, what if, you know, for Dinoland, you know, we want to go to Zoo, explore Zoo, the themes of Zootopia. We want to explore the themes of Moana, you know. Uh, that's That's kind of the things that they're thinking about. Um, so it's not, you know, Dino Land is not going anywhere anytime soon. I think we're safe on that, but they are thinking about replacing it. We both talked about in our predictions episode last week. There's so much that can be done. Listen, Katie, I know I don't want Dino, uh, (laughs) Dinosaur to go. I think it's a great ride, but it could be rethemed to like a brand, you know, something brand new, which I, I find also exciting. Um, I know your face, Ooh. you know, doesn't uh, say that. <laughs> say, Honestly, they could make it like a ZPD, Zootopia Police Department no, ride. No, and... not in Animal Kingdom. I'll, no. No? I, no. They better not do anything with the city in in, in, in Animal Kingdom. It has to be oh, in Oh, gosh. Like, that would be so amazing, though. No, it wouldn't. Oh, no, man. atrocious. No, stop. Okay. I'll, I'll <laughs> let you t- I'll let. Hold on. I'll, okay. I've been talking a while. I'm so just trying to find a way to save the ride itself because i know katie really likes the ride that is the biggest understatement i think anyone has ever said yes i am (laughs) a big fan of dinosaur i'm even wearing my not our dino tee because i knew we were gonna have this conversation straight off (laughs) um i'm obsessed with dinosaur that said i don't want it to see i don't want it to i don't want to see it be anything else either completely leave it as is unchanged and somehow make it fit in or completely take it down. Because mm. I don't think it'll be the same ride if you just throw a bunch of Zootopia IP at it. Mm. And I hate I hate the fact that so much more IP is going into Animal Kingdom. So I'm I'm not mad that Dino Land is getting a rethemed because let's be honest, it needs it desperately. <laughs> um, or at least an upgrade. It needs it needs something. I get I that. would say upgrade, but that's what it needs. Upgrade. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like the carnival vibe. I don't like, I mean, like you guys said in your predictions episode, there is so much space back there now that primeval world is gone. Like they need to do something. It's Deadsville. So I'm, I'm, I want to be mad about a Zootopia esque, like jungle vibe or something, but definitely not the city. Um, and hopefully it keeps more of the, the storytelling versus just, Hey, look, it's Judy and Nick. 
Running like if you remember in Zootopia, they travel to really cool places yeah. outside yes. of the city. And yes. I'm Sahara, like, Tundra. yeah, I'd be like, that's okay. That's I'm fine with, you know, cause I, I, I yeah. can't, I've only seen Zootopia once in the theater, but you know, I'm imagining if they did a dinosaur esque ride, like they mm-hmm. had some scary moments when like the animals would turn like oh, feral. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. That's right. And, like, it could become like a kind of a ride like that, but you know, I don't know if Disney wants to go with that direction. I'm not sure, but who knows? I mean, there. But what role does Doctor Seeker play? Because Doctor Seeker <laughs> needs to be there. <laughs> so yeah. here's what I'm thinking. I when they when I was watching the YouTube replay, I paused on the concept art that they showed, and Zootopia was like way in the background, and the dominant things that they had fleshed out were mostly mm-hmm. Moana stuff. Like there was a boat ride with a drop mm-hmm. on it. I was like, oh, that kind of looks like Splash Mountain. And then they had a Moana themed spinner ride. And I said, oh, that looks like they could just plop that on a mm-hmm. Triceratops spin. And there you go. Mm-hmm. You have a ride. Um, and off to the right, it kind of looked like Restaurantosaurus was just sitting there. Like it kind of looked like they overlaid it over what's already there. Um, so to me, I know we're going to talk about like the stuff behind Big Thunder next but it looked like this idea was more fleshed out than the stuff behind big thunder oh, for sure yeah um my other thought is oh what was it i don't think they need to step away from dinosaurs in the park i think animal kingdom is the most edutainment park of the walt disney mm-hmm. world parks i think Unfortunately, Epcot is stepping away from that, which I personally don't like because I love Epcot and I think mm-hmm. it should be edutainment. Yeah, they're going to try um, to do with with the Mo- Moana um, no, journey no, of water. No, no, they're not. No, they're not. That's literally no. what the attraction <laughs> is about the learning about I, the cycle I refuse of to believe that. Okay. I refuse <laughs> to believe that. Um, so I think, I think dinosaurs play an important role in the edutainment factor of Animal yeah. Kingdom. And if they were to get rid of it completely, I think that's a mistake. Yeah. That's fair. What I have beef with is that, so they are obviously very fully committed to doing a Moana-esque inspired something over at Epcot. Why the devil are they doing a whole nother land potentially yeah. in Animal Kingdom devoted to Moana? I mean, it's a great movie, but it's does it deserve two major hits at yeah. the parks? I don't yeah. know. I, don't, I thought Zootopia was such a better fit than Moana ever would be. And then I also thought, what about Up? Up already has a pretty good presence in good, yeah. Animal Kingdom. I feel like it would fit in pretty well. But Paradise Falls. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what is it called again? What Falls? I can't remember. Paradise, Paradise Falls. Paradise Falls. Yeah, that would make like a great area because like you said, CJ, we already have um, Kevin there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the oh Wilderness Explorers Wilderness program. Explorer. Oh my God, what are the names you could of the just... characters? Ed? Russell. Doug. Oh, Russell and Doug. Yeah, I can't remember the names of the characters what's the, at all. What's the old guys? Ed is the bad guy, isn't he? I don't remember. I don't Carl. Know. Carl. Carl, thank yeah. you. It's Carl and Eddie. Yeah, or Carl and Ellie. That's what you're yeah. thinking. Yeah, they're already and, in Animal Kingdom, so that could easily, you know, get their yeah. own area. So, you know, yeah. again, you know, these are just thoughts that they had. Nothing is concrete. The, the concept art, um, you know, that... Uh, they showed and if, again if you uh, so I didn't say this before but it, uh, on the video feed I am going to put in all like the, um, the f- photos the videos everything in from the panel that was showed I'm going to have it on the video form so if you want to follow along you could do that so now I lost my train of thought I forget what I was saying 
Uh, oh yeah, big it's ideas, not concrete. nothing concrete. Yeah, nothing is concrete. So I'm sure the concept art that we're seeing is going to be completely different. You know, years down the line. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll we'll probably hear about this again in two years. I doubt we'll hear yeah. anything before then, because um, they are at the very beginning stages of this. Yes. So yes. which I actually think is kind of crazy for Dino Land, especially because they need to do something in that area. It's so like, sad. Now, yeah. Yeah. So I, I just wonder what's the short term plan. Like, are they really going to leave a quarter of the, I mean, not a quarter of the park, but a good section of the park empty? Not empty, but it's con- the only thing depresso? concrete about this plan is the ground in Dino Land currently. <laughs> yeah. 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 There you go. Yeah. So, all right. Well, let's, uh, we got lots more to discuss. So let's move on from that. Um, so the next Big Sky project that they talked about. You know, they were like, oh, what could be behind Big Thunder Mountain? And, you know, they said the term what if so much that they could start their own Disney Plus show. Um, (laughs) You know, so they talked about, oh, what if we have the town from Coco and then they're celebrating Dia de los Muertos and then you could fly in the land of the dead. Then after that, you could walk to the casita of the Madrigals from Encanto and you could walk through the, the... magical doors and then you can go into your own world and then what if what if you know you go to the villains land villains dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Mm-hmm. so you know it was very all just like you know you know hey what's gonna happen what can we do here so um so what we i think what we do know now for sure is there is space that they want to work on behind space mountain and they have Big all Thunder these crazy Mountain. ideas. They <laughs> got to figure out what they want to do with it. Um, so th- whoever wants uh, to jump in, thoughts thoughts on oh this. Oh, my gosh. Okay. My first thought was like, you guys just closed the train for like four years. Mm-hmm. If you do this again, you're going to have to close the dang train again. And the railroad fanatics are going to riot. My other oh, no. thought was like, you're just building Tiana right next door to Big Thunder. So how does Tiana fit into any of this? My other thought is like, well, wait a minute. Big Thunder is part of the um, Society of Explorers and Adventurers universe. How does that fit in with any of this? Mm -hmm. My other thought was, okay, at Disneyland to build Galaxy's Edge, they like cut down Tom Sawyer's Island a little bit. They rerouted the river and they rerouted the train. Are you going to do that same thing here? Like what? I don't understand how any of this works. And then my next thought is, why isn't any of this going into a fifth park combined with the ideas from Animal Kingdom? Yeah, that's what I thought Those they were, were all starting my thoughts. with at the beginning of the show. Like, yeah, I thought they were going to be talking about Fifth Park. Um, but I, I think I've come. Sorry, Kate, I'll let you jump in in a second. But I think I've come to terms that like the only thing that speaks to Disney these days is money and, mm-hmm. and putting IP into the parks. It doesn't matter if things fit with each other anymore. Lands are of the past. You know, they might have a title, but it doesn't mean anything anymore, uh, unfortunately. Because um, mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, let's mix Coco and Kanto and villains. Like, you know, may, are they going to be their own no lands? Sense. Are they going to be together? Like, oh. like what is this going to be? The, Again, uh, the other Big thing, Sky. Big Sky. Think Big Sky. but It's going to be called IP Land. Yeah. <laughs> the other thing that came to my mind is Tony Baxter must be really upset because he had a really great idea for Disneyland way back in the day for a land called Discovery Bay. If you haven't looked it up, you should look it up. It was like a steampunk-inspired land that was going to connect to the lore of Big Thunder Mountain, 
There's probably SEA references they could bury in there. It looked really, really awesome. Didn't it had he, a 20,000 leagues connection. Didn't he bring some Put of that, that in to the land. Disneyland Paris? Because the yes. Space Mountain is steampunk, yes. I think, right? Yeah. Yes, yes. But there is a lot of different attraction ideas. And I was like, well, I bet you Tony Baxter's mad because that would fit perfectly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Katie, what are, what are your thoughts? I like that they are planning the next Magic Kingdom expansion. It is the next park to get a full, not full overhaul, but the biggest new expansion. So I'm glad that we're seeing that. The last big expansion we had was Fantasyland. I don't even know what year that was. Like 2012, like 10 years ago. It was was open in 2013. I know when I went. So I think it officially opened 2012, CJ. I think you're right. Yeah. Nice. So yeah. So I'm glad that they did touch on this because my... my, one of my predictions would have been the Magic Kingdom is going to get the next big park overhaul, right? You've had Galaxy's Edge and Toy Story Land. Epcot's getting a full reimagine. You had Pandora and Animal Kingdom. Mm-hmm. So Magic Kingdom was clearly clearly next. Good to see that they are talking ideas. Like you guys mentioned, this is just IP stuff. And I, you touched on it completely. Like they no longer care about themed lands. It's just what fits where um, and what kind of crazy IP can we throw at the park, which is kind of sucky because that sort of thinking doesn't last long term. Mm -mm. Like tomorrow land sure is dated, but it's not like that dated, right? Like you can, the Buzz Lightyear is still hot, but everything else doesn't really have that much IP with it. You know, Frontierland doesn't have that much IP with it. So it's kind of timeless Mm -hmm. versus in 10 years, are we still going to really be caring about Encanto and Coco? Like Mm -hmm. what's going to be the latest new thing? So then it leads itself to needing to be updated a lot more. So I wish I had, I don't know, like you said, it's big sky projects. So who knows what they're actually going to come up with. But just seeing the concept art that they put out, it, like, I don't know. I almost wish they would just pick one of those things mm-hmm. and not do all three because I can't imagine all three of them together. Like, they yeah. have zero connection. And I wish I, the villains portion was like behind Beauty and the Beast area. That ooh, makes a yeah. lot more sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, now, again, I would love it to be strictly villains only. Like, mm-hmm. I would love to go through the Casita and I would love to go through the Coco's land and stuff like that. But, like, we've talked about doing a villains park, Fifth Gate or whatever. Like, that's that's been the rumors. That's been a rumor for, like, 20 years. <laughs> I know, right? Like, here, you're lending yourself to it. There's no villains really anywhere else in the parks. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. I hope they pick one of these to expand on. And I think villains itself could lead itself to an actual themed land versus a specific IP land. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Villains, I could see getting a whole area. Um, like I, it could be just like, you know, a place where the villains go to hang out. You know, the cool thing they just did with the top of the world lounge over at Bay Lake tower for DVC mm-hmm. members, it's now the villains lair. So it's like, you know, the, the, the story is that they, you know, they came in, um, and just kind of, you know, took over the place. They hung up portraits. They did this. They made food. They made drinks. And, you know, then they ended up leaving. So it's like, you know, do that with a whole land. Make like a big land where they all go to hang out and, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like that would be, you know, pretty, pretty cool. Um, like what was the old 90s show? Like Club Villains or something or another? What was it called? What, uh, what was uh, this? I didn't hear the first part you said. It was like an old 90s show or something. It was Club oh, Villains. Oh, I know what, what you're talking, talking about? about. That rings a bell. 
I and just remember like seeing the poster for it. Yes. And it's just all the villains hanging out. I know Maybe what you're club talking villains. about. <laughs> I don't know if it's called Club Villains. Let me look it up. I know what you're talking about. It rings a bell. It really That's does. That's what they need. What excites me about this news compared with the Disneyland news, and I know, Matt, you and I chatted, and you were like, Disneyland's getting a lot of stuff. And I was like, well, I think Walt Disney World is too. Um, I think what excites me about Walt Disney World, this new, even though it's like big ideas, whatever, nothing's set in stone, is when Disney World gets new things, they typically don't have to take things away to add new things. Mm-hmm. Whereas at Disneyland, yeah. usually something goes away. So even though these are just ideas, it tells me they're thinking somewhere down the line, something's going to happen mm-hmm. in these areas, even if this isn't the final idea. Yeah. They, so. Yeah. They still have so much land to work, work with. Like mm-hmm. Disney, there's so many, there's like endless possibilities um, for Disney and, you know, just thinking about what they can do with these ideas. Yeah. Like I'm excited. Like, yeah. yeah. People will want to get villains there. I would love that. I hope I, you know, yeah. I hope that happens versus like the Disneyland announcements. Like I'm excited for them, but it's bittersweet for me because some of them mean taking away certain things to make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. There we'll is, there is a lot of space behind uh big thunder mountain. I'm looking at a map of it right now. Like yep. the, the, the riverboat there goes around it. You know, there's a big back portion area that the riverboat goes goes through. But you know, the yeah, the train is there too. Um, but yeah, there is a there's a ton of land just waiting mm-hmm. to be um, waiting to be had. You know, there's a road that they have. They would have to figure something out with that. But who knows? Anyway, so all right. Well, that is that is the big sky news. Um, if you guys don't have any more thoughts. Um, I do want to get to the rest of the stuff now. Um, this I think will be more more kind of rapid fire, so we'll have like more quick thoughts because I think the the big sky stuff is definitely you know fun to discuss. Um, so let's get through the Walt Disney World uh, news first. So starting the show, people went crazy because Jordan Fisher and I forget the uh, woman's name that sings with him. Do you guys know her hand off top? Yeah. I have no idea. So Jordan Fisher, he does the theme for Happily Ever After, the fireworks show at Magic Kingdom. So they started the show, uh, the, the you know, the parks panel off with them singing the, the Happily Ever After. People were so pumped for it. And then, you know, Josh Damar comes on stage and – you know, people are so excited that he's like, you know, people think that he says happily ever after is returning. So what people heard was, oh, the full show is like coming back. Um, and I think that's kind of immediately what I thought. I'm not going to say that's not what I thought either. Um, but, you know, the the official wording from Disney, it will come back when an updated nighttime spectacular debuts at Magic Kingdom Park in 2023. So that means it looks like Enchantment will be going away um, and a new show is going to debut with Happily Ever After as part of the new um, nighttime entertainment. Um, So first with my thoughts, that's okay, that's fine. I was never, people are going to kill me for this, I was never a big Happily Ever After fan. The music just (laughs) never stuck with me. I love the music for Wishes. Like like the Wishes, the Wishes got me. Like I still remember even Wishes. being on Main Street at my bachelor party with my guys, just all like with our arms oh wrapped around gosh. each other, you know, um, you know, it's just I, I, I just I love that song way more. So how do you guys yeah. feel about this? This is definitely a Wishes stan account, um, 100 percent. Because Wishes, I have that same emotional ties. Like when I worked at when I was in my college program working at Disney, like I saw Wishes 
all the time, constantly. And it just still, every single time, brings me to tears. Anytime I was working back of house at the gift shop I was working at, we would listen to the Wishes soundtracks. I worked at one of the resorts. Um, so yeah, I would have been a lot happier if he said something about Wishes coming back. <laughs> Happily Ever After is cool. I do get emotional during the song, I will say. Like, Jordan Fisher does have a good-sized chunk of my heart. Yeah. Um, Angie K is what Spotify says is the female singer. Oh, okay. Thanks. Um, but, I, yeah, Jordan. I yeah, just, what do you say? I just don't connect to Magic Kingdom fireworks. You know, I'm a Disneyland girl. So if they had <laughs> the Magic Kingdom equivalent of Remember Dreams Come True from Disneyland, then I would be all on board. But they don't have that. So... <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. No, I think this is cool. I'm glad Enchantment's going away because that clearly missed a big mark. Um, I don't know. I think it would be cool to do some sort of, you know, tie together of Happily Ever After with Wishes and Walt's speech and celebrate the magic and all of the other fun things. Like, I'm still waiting for them to tie in what they've done in the past because I feel like that'll hit the nostalgia a lot more. I wonder if this, like, updated one in 2023 will tie into the 100th anniversary of the company. I wonder mm. if that's what they're alluding to. Yeah, mm. I don't know. I think because the, the 100th anniversary is starting early, I think it's going to be more, like, more focused at uh, Disneyland. Yeah. Like, the 50th anniversary ends at the end of March. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, it's going to take them time to clean everything up. I don't, I don't know if they're going to jump into the 100th. Um, I just hope that with the new nighttime spectacular, like, so I'm going to see Enchantment for the first time next week. I, you know, I've never seen it, but all I know is that people like they want to be also be on main street so they could see what's happening there. I just hope that they get rid of the projections on main street and they just keep it focused on the castle because like, if you're going there one time like if you have a vacation one time i don't want to have to worry about like i'm feel, like i'm missing out on the show just let me focus on the castle the fireworks and you know that'd be great because you know for instance like in june when i went on mickey minnie's runaway rail uh, runaway railway i felt like i missed so much of that attraction because there's you have to look everywhere much, there's yeah, way yeah. too much going on in that attraction and that's what i feel is going to happen um for happily ever uh sorry for enchantment so when I go next week and when I see it, I'm just going to stand in the like the main hub area. Like I'm not going to worry about what's on Main Street. I'm going to focus on the castle. That's the main part of, part of the show, and that's kind of what I hope they do with the the new nighttime entertainment. So, um, cool. Any anything else with that? Otherwise, we're going to keep moving on. All right, keep moving on. All right. So I've, I think these next three are going to be pretty quick. Uh, Tron opening date. You know, ever we, I felt like I was pretty confident that it was going to be December this year. I know. Yeah. You were. I, I was. I was pretty confident. But no, it's going to be spring 2023. I assume it's going to be May um, just because I feel yeah. like they're, they're so close. You know, May is always such a big date uh, for them to open. Um, hmm. So I think end of May, Memorial, like towards Memorial Day weekend, that's, that's what I'm assuming. Mm, I'm going to call a little earlier. I think they're going to do previews in February with a an opening in like March or April. Mm. Well, they say spring, so it'd have to be after March 21st, 20th. I think spring starts a little earlier for Disney. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probably, Disney yeah. Disney makes up their own season. Yeah. Mickey Minnie <laughs> Yeah, I was thinking Mickey Minnie's did open March 4th, I think it was. That's true. So, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's that yeah, they'll be doing previews I think pretty early early. 
Um, I think I'm with you, CJ. They'll do previews around March and then maybe April in April. I'm shocked it's spring of 23. Like, I really thought it was going to be sooner. But yeah. Whatever. It takes a long Just time to open, open one single roller coaster. Just open ride, please. Yeah. It's getting there. It's getting there. So we finally have the opening date for that. And one thing that took me by surprise and I'm really excited about uh, the hat box ghost is coming to the Haunted Mansion over in Magic Kingdom. Now, I, I'm curious of what your thoughts are, CJ. Now, before I get to you, CJ, I'm going to make you squirm a little bit more. Uh, Katie, I know you're not, you haven't been to Disneyland. Are you familiar with the hot, uh, hot, the hat box the ghost hot, the, at the all? Uh, <laughs> what are your feelings on this? I don't know much about this, so CJ won't have to squirm too much. Oh, can I explain to you the Please. legend of the hat box ghost? Yes, the, do. don't give us a whole saga, but yeah, make it, you can make it quick. <laughs> okay, so when the ride first opened in 1969, there was this figurine that, or this uh, audio animatronic that they installed that was, you know, your, the head disappeared and appeared mm-hmm. in a hat box, right? So legend has it, you know, he was in there, but he was quickly removed because the effect didn't work in the ride. And it was like, well, was he in there? Was he not? People talked about it, and it wasn't until the last like 10 or 15 years that some home video footage showed up of him actually on the ride so it was confirmed that he was on the ride Mm. so in the ride if you ride at disneyland and at um, florida you can see like a one of those stands for like coat racks and they have Mm -hmm. hats hanging on it that's like an homage to him basically and then they finally brought him back to disneyland got it so he's coming back to magic kingdom well that's cool yeah no i've seen pictures of him but I don't really know much about it. So that's so fun. that's that's like the legend. It was like, was he actually ever in the mansion? Was he not? Like, there's pictures of him in development, and then it was finally confirmed in the last Got like it. 15 years that he actually was in the mansion. Yeah, cool. Yeah, and then yeah. I think in the show, the behind the traction, they actually talk about bringing the hat box ghost uh, hat. Why can't I say that hat box ghost back? Uh, I didn't realize that's such a tongue twister. Um, right. So, yeah, the effect is so cool. You know, it's him. If, it is. if you don't know about it, um, it's him. I'll see if I can put some video in the feed. Um, but it's like his head, he's, it disappears into this, like, box that he's wearing mm-hmm. um, or that he's holding on to. And it's just really neat. It's just like, you know, he's just a character in the Haunted Mansion. Um, and I'm excited for him to come to Magic Kingdom. So, Sweet. yeah. Yeah, I'm excited, too. He's a, he's a cool guy. Old Hattie. Yeah. He's back. <laughs> Um, so, you know, they also announced Tiana's Bayou Adventure will debut late 2024. I want to hold discussion on this, uh, until we get to Disneyland, just because they really focus on the Disneyland portion of this. Um, and then, you know, we can kind of talk, you know, Walt Disney World, um, you know, then. So we'll hold on to discussion for that. So yeah, Tiana's Bayou Adventure will be taking over Splash Mountain and debuting at, Walt Disney World late 2024. They also announced that the completion of World Celebration um, will be debuting late 2023. So there will be lots of lush green space for you to relax. Plus, it will have the opening of Communicore Hall and Communicore Plaza. The central location in the park will be the new home for festivals and the perfect space to gather with friends and family. It will also be home to Dreamers Point, an inspiring new area where you can view the new Walt Disney World statue called Walt the Dreamer. So they actually had the statue, the one that will be placed in Epcot, over at um, 
the D- the Disney D23 Expo uh and it looks great it looks really good um I'm just I'm I'm not sure where it's going to be he's going to be placed now because originally he was going to be placed on that like big tower that they were going to add in now the tower's not happening so I'm just I, I'm a little confused on where he's going to be uh what kinda, what dreamers point actually is now so it kind of looked like you could go up and get really up close to him yeah i mean that's yeah that was the initial concept right you could like sit down yeah. next to him yeah i think that might still be the case i mean i saw i think hong kong was getting a new walt statue as well mm-hmm. and it was like on a park bench yeah. that kind of seems to be what they're doing with the walt statues these days yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's gonna be so. mickey uh, as well uh and walt on the park bench yeah as a homage to when he thought up the idea for Disneyland when he was watching his kids on the carousel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then uh, real quick, and then if you guys want to talk about this some more. So also in World Nature, uh, the Journey of Water inspired by Moana will also open in late 2023. Uh, this new exploration trail will allow guests to learn about the story of water on our planet, edutainment, CJ. No. <laughs> As do you think there's going to be stop do you think there's going to be cast members there saying like first the water falls from the sky and then it evaporates Probably, yeah no. absolutely no yeah. no you, so do you think it's going to be more just of an interactive walkthrough thing yes got it yeah. no i'm just it's not going to be so joking. much like that's, what they do that's what i think it's going to be too it's more of an interactive walkthrough and they, they'll probably have like signs and stuff so that nobody's going to read because they're there worshiping the giant Tafiti statue. Yeah. So, so yeah. So, j- quickly, just to finish. Um, so, yeah, you'll learn about the story of the water on a planet. But, so you'll, you'll interact with a tr- this attraction. But, guys, or ladies, I should say, sorry. Um, <laughs> there was a scaled model displayed at three feet tall. There's going to be a 16 foot tall statue of Tafiti at this thing. 16 feet Blech. that's huge it out of here so put I, it um this belongs at the polynesian resort yes. like at the pool splash <laughs> area yeah. this does not belong in epcot yeah it's uh yeah i uh, th- when i saw that i'm just like oh that's a lot i never really agreed with this in epcot anyways no so. not at all epcot does not lend itself to have ip and the think. ips that they do currently have they're like hidden inside show buildings. Right. This is out in the open and this is not okay. This is a lot happening. Yeah. Too yep. much. Yep, yep, yep. I am trying to reserve judgment until it's finished yeah. because I still can't imagine it because it just all seems so wild. So I'm trying to have high hopes still, but yeah. 16 uh, foot tall Tafiti is not it. <laughs> put it, I mean, put it at the Polynesian, please. Yeah. That'd be nice. So we can all be sipping on our drinks from Trader <laughs> Sam's yes. while Tafiti looks over us and, and blesses us all. <laughs> yeah. All right. So moving on. Um, so all, so they did announce with the celebration of Walt Disney's uh, 100th anniversary, a new nighttime spectacular is in the works, uh, works for Epcot. The new show is currently in development and will debut late next year, carry on the park's legacy of inspiring nighttime entertainment that unites guests around the World Showcase Lagoon. So the only thing I can say is whatever you do, just don't give us something that blocks the view during the day. Yes. Burn the barges. Just get Burn rid of the barges. the barges. I think they learned that, oh, this is, I hope they learned that, wow, this is a bad idea. Because mm-hmm. CJ, weren't you pointing out that they 
do on, on your Instagram. I saw the other day that they give out surveys on what people think of certain attractions or areas. Yeah, I got I got a survey that asked about every single attraction and if I thought it was like a must do, um, timeless, if it would make part of my perfect day, if it was outdated and boring or offensive. It did not ask about harmonious, but it asked about all the rides. Yeah. So that's the thing. Like, I think things have to be timeless. Like harmonious is definitely going to lose like it's touched. Like soon enough, kids are not going to care so much about like the different IP. Like Katie, you even yeah. said it earlier. Like think about illuminations illuminations started before the millennium and it kept, it stayed there because it was so popular for what when did it end uh, 18 19 years later uh, whenever mm-hmm. it was so you know and it stayed popular because it didn't have ip tying it together it was like a common theme about hey we're all citizens mm-hmm. of the same world let's like unite together yeah. it had mm-hmm. nothing to do with disney movies yeah. and it big- didn't need to to be successful yeah. right there's a big difference between using IP and focusing on IP. Yes. Mm-hmm. Joe Verdi has talked about this a million times. If you ever listen to or watch or read anything Joe Verdi says, um, I am his number one faithful mm-hmm. servant. I love him. Um, but he has, like, you can definitely use IP, but they can't be the main focus, right? So my example is with Phantasmic, which, no, we didn't get a date still. <laughs> um, he Even in Phantasmic, when they're doing all of the different – Um, scenes up on the water like you still get new video clips in it and it's not the tie of the show right Mm -hmm. kind of a bad example but that kind of I'm actually kind of shocked they're getting rid of harmonious really fast because I didn't mind it because you I feel like you could easily swap in and out a couple different scenes there yeah that's what they do with world of color at California Mm -hmm. Adventure so yeah yeah I don't know I liked harmonious a lot actually yeah so I if it wasn't for the barges I wouldn't mind it it's the yeah. stupid, ugly barges. Yeah. Thing. Right. So yeah. I have not I seen Harmonious set. I I have seen during the day the barges, and it's mm-hmm. atrocious. It's yeah. It's just like I'm just looking at steel. This is not. Mm-hmm. This is not Disney. Like what do you like? What are you guys doing? So you know they're they're listening to their research because it's nuts that they spent all this money on Enchantment and especially Harmonious, and they're both going away. In less than like you know what two three like three years, um, a year and a half. Well, yeah. it's start, a year and a half because well, they both started. For when did they come October out? October first, twenty twenty one. Wow. So yeah, it'll it'll be about like two. Yeah. They said the the fiftieth anniversary is gonna be sixteen or a year and a half. Yeah. Eighteen months. Yeah. yeah. But so, I was thinking yeah. both of them were gonna last. Like that was what they were gonna be doing for a while. Yeah, it was gonna like, be their show. Yeah. yeah like they I were gonna so have too. it for a while. So, um, crazy, crazy. So. Uh, we'll definitely get more news on that soon. So moving on to the last bit of Walt Disney World news, which is people got really excited about. Um, <laughs> CJ, you kind of called it right. Like she messaged me right beforehand. Uh, the the Imagineer, Zach Ridley, was what was he doing? CJ, I'll let you explain. He was it. wearing a Figment shirt. Yeah. He posted a, fa- a photo of himself right before the parks panel. Um, so what we're getting is you'll be able to meet Figment again out in the parks Yay. next year. So by the end of next year, you'll be able to meet Figment. If you're watching the video feed right now, I am posting a photo of me and my sister in 1994 meeting uh, the Dreamfinder and Figment. Oh, so, yeah. You need to go back and recreate that picture, like wearing the same style clothes, mm-hmm. same pose, and everything. Oh yes, yeah. Maybe we will. <laughs> and like, if Dreamfinder is not there, you need to get like a little Dreamfinder like picture on a stick or something. <laughs> Dress Cora up as Dreamfinder. 
Say that again. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. You should dress Cora. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So cute. So everyone loves him. So he's coming back. So he's not just going to be a popcorn bucket anymore. So yes, yes, yes. yes. I'm so excited. Um, all right, we are. Wow, we are 45 minutes in. So let's keep this moving. Um, all right, so let's move over to Disneyland. Now we got a ton of details about Tiana's Bayou Adventure. Again, this is coming to Disney. World and Disneyland uh, opening late 2024. So the story is that it picks up right where the princess and the frog left off. Uh, at the end of the film, Princess Tiana realizes her lifelong dream where she opens her restaurant, Tiana's Palace. We pick up with a, we pick up the story during carnival season when Tiana is hosting a party for the people of New Orleans. She discovers her celebration is missing a key ingredient and needs our help to find it. On Tiana's Bayou Adventure, we'll join Tiana and Lewis on a trip to the bayou where they'll meet all sorts of unexpected new friends who will have a special role to play at the party. Uh, and then the fun thing is, pretty much all the main characters of the, of the cast will be providing their voices for um, the attraction. Uh, so, you know, they had the model there, which is cool. So I'll be sp displaying uh, photos of the model here on the screen. Um it's still, you know, very similar to Splash Mountain. Uh, it definitely has a lot more greenery. There's a big water tower that says Tiana Vu uh, Foods. Um, they talked about a new technology, not maybe not new technology, but like this like lighting technology that they're using, um, where there's pretty much like, like if you look at the tunnel, um, there's a video out there somewhere, but there's like sparkling blue and purple lights in the tunnel. Um, there's lots of plants and ingredients growing around there. There's a very large garden. Um, and then of course the queue is going to be getting a huge, uh, makeover as well. Um, and they also gave a, a, a look at it at night and it looks beautiful. Like this colorful blue lighting definitely reminded me of uh, Pandora, but it looks great and definitely outdoes anything that, you know, what, ha what's going on with Splash Mountain right now. Um, I'm not saying I like it more than Splash Mountain, but you know, it looks really nice. So, uh, those are a lot of new details. I don't know if you guys saw the model at all for this. You know, what are, you know, kind of give your general thoughts on Tiana's Bayou Adventure and the news that we got. I'm excited. I think it looks really cool. I've already met my piece with saying goodbye to Splash Mountain. I'm glad they're keeping the drop. Um, I'm very pumped that all of the original voice actors will be voicing the attraction. That's super cool. Um, but yeah, I'm pumped. It looks cool. I have nothing really to add i'm just excited i'm not quite ready to say goodbye to splash mountain no. um no and where it is in disneyland it's very close to winnie the pooh so to me it's very strange to have tiana right next mm -hmm. to winnie the pooh and it makes right. me wonder like what's gonna happen with winnie the pooh that's like a weird corner of the park um i think they're gonna pull it off really well you know i the concept the concepts that I've seen and the model and everything, I think it's going to be very beautiful. I'm just not quite sold on the story, not really sold on the theme, but I think yeah. it'll be well done. Yeah. I agree, though. I will say it. This doesn't fit in Frontierland. No, not in Disney. It's not, I don't. So. I don't think this is the ride. I don't think this is the ride for Tiana. I think so. she deserves a dark ride for the entire family. I don't think yeah. she deserves a thrill ride. Because I'm looking fair. at I, I'm looking at little girls who look up to Tiana. And they can't go on this ride because they're not tall enough. Yeah, I agree with that. And I, I think my issue with it not being in Frontierland, I kind of pushed it to the side or with it going into Frontierland is because like we talked at the beginning of the show, like the lands don't matter anymore. Yeah. Like, 
That's it, a, that's exactly it my matter. problem with it. So as, as soon as I, you know, forget about that portion of it and just look at the right itself, fine. Because if I start looking at all of the things around it and doesn't make sense and yeah, CJ, to your point, like little, little kids can't ride this ride. So what are they going to do for them? Like, is there going to be a fun play area that they should mm-hmm. do? Um, I would love another table service restaurant. Tiana's Palace should be somewhere we can eat. Yeah, I was really confused about that because on the model, it was like, New Orleans is home to Tiana's Palace. And people were reporting, like, Tiana's Palace coming to New Orleans Square. And I was like, it doesn't say that. Right. Like, to me, this is setting up the back sco- the backstory yeah. for the ride. This is not confirmed for New Orleans Square. I am i don't know where these people are getting this information. Mm-hmm. I was very confused about that. Yeah, so it seems like, you know, at least for, so for Disneyland, they're just now extending New Orleans Square. Because, you know, you have New Orleans Square, then right outside of it is uh, the Haunted Mansion. And then right next to the Haunted Mansion is Critter Country. Country, But now it's going to be... It's... Yeah. yeah, Now it's going to be Tiana's within New Orleans Square. And then Critter Crunchy... Critter Country. Keep saying Crunchy. It's just it's just going to be it's like just gonna be the Winnie, Winnie the, the Pooh, Pooh ride. Because Winnie the Pooh is it's the gonna only be, thing out there now, right? It's going to be Winnie the Pooh. There's a pretty big gift shop. Um, you know, like the exit to Splash Mountain at uh, Magic Kingdom? Mm-hmm. That whole like walkway that you go on, that's about the size of the gift shop. And there's a candy shop there for Winnie the Pooh. So that's a pretty sizable piece of real estate. And then there's the Hungry Bear Restaurant, which is a double level restaurant. So a pretty sizable restaurant. Mm -hmm. And then you've got the Canoes, Mm. all part of Critter Country. And there's a little gift shop over there by Splash Mountain, by the old Fast Pass machines for Splash Mountain. Um, And then there's a walkway to Galaxy's Edge back there as well. Gotcha. By Hungry Bear. Yeah. So I, because Winnie the Pooh is still back there, how can they make Winnie the Pooh fit into New Orleans Square? They can't. Yeah. He doesn't fit into Galaxy's Edge either, obviously. So <laughs> Critter Country is going to have to exist unless they're going to demolish Winnie the Pooh. But Winnie the Pooh serves the purpose of the parents needing to take the little kids on something while everybody else is on Splash Mountain. Yeah. So they're not going to get rid of that. Yeah. 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 Disney. They, yeah. And then Disney World, I just have, again, they're just throwing stuff in there. Like they have yep. this whole yep. story because, you know, the next thing we're going to talk about is, um, you know, the Tiana themed store coming, Eudora yeah. Chic Boutique. Uh, and this is further, this is further down. This is past the train station in Disneyland. Yeah. So, you know, Eudora is uh, Tiana's mom. Um, and it's going to be selling a uh, variety of accessories to create and serve New Orleans inspired cuisine, including ingredients. Brand new lines of spices and sauces created by Tiana t- for her to use in her own cooking at the restaurant. Um According to the story of the shop and the surrounding area, all of the spices are actually grown within Tianu's Bayou uh, Adventure Ride. This will actually be opening up uh, September 20th, next week. So. I'm confused about the location of this. This is in a place called Le Baton Rouge, is what it used to be called. And it's like two doors down from the exit of Pirates. So you've got Pirates, and then you've got um, Blue Bayou, and then you've got like the old Club 33 entrance, and then this shop. And then you've got like the new Club 33 entrance, the bathrooms, the train stations, uh, Haunted Mansion, a restaurant, and then Splash Mountain. 
like way down. Like, why is this so far away from Tiana's Bayou? It's all New Orleans Square now. You know, her she lives on the other (laughs) side of New Orleans. But here's the thing: there is a very small gift shop um, by the old Fast Pass machines for Splash Mountain. It's like kind of a thatched roof thing, like built into the queue of Splash Mountain. And all they're selling in there is hats, like Mickey hats, Mickey ears. They could put this right there and it, they could build it into like the garden of Tiana or whatever and it would fit perfectly in with the theme. Mm-hmm. And it would it would go just fine. Yeah. But then so they why wanna have that... a gift shop, CJ? They need to have a gift shop. <laughs> Labat Le- 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 Rouge before it closed, it was like a Disney dress shop. So it was like going to New Orleans and you're picking out a pretty dress and you're looking really nice mm. and it you know, it was it was cool. Yeah. So I'm I'm confused on the location. And but. I just want to know who's going to be buying ingredients and sauces and spices from Disneyland. I mean, I guess Disneyland is a lot more local, so maybe. They, they have a perfume shop in there. They used to have an antique shop in there. I, the perfume shop is still around, and there's a jewelry shop. And just Yeah, it yeah. just seems yeah. a little uh, – spices and herbs and sauces and whatevers are not my go-to souvenir. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Anyway, so that's uh, so we got to keep moving on. But that's uh, everything that we know about Tiana's Bayou Adventure and Eudora Chic Boutique uh, opening up next week at Disneyland. Um, and again, Disney World, I don't think the Chic Boutique is going to be there, but we're going to be getting the overlay, which makes even less sense in Frontierland. <laughs> so moving, okay, Disney. moving on, let's go. We're going to go over to the Toontown now over in Disneyland. Um, so they had a big model showing all their renovations that are happening over there. Uh, Mickey's Toontown will be reopening early 2023. So we have uh, lots of stuff happening. We now have, uh, the title of a new market, uh, good boy grocers is a farmer's market that will offer grab and go drinks and treats. The Casey, uh, cafe Daisy will be a combination of the three previous quick service spots, including Daisy's diner. They will serve up diner classics at her sidewalk table eatery. And then there's Goofy's house, which is a how-to play yard. Perfect place for children of all ages to play in an enclosed area. There will be an all-new elevated clubhouse. There will be uh, They can create quirky noises in a new sound garden. Inside of Goofy's house, he set up a candy-making contraption. Don't worry, no real candy can be made. Uh, it's all, you know, all for fun. Uh, then there is a new dark, uh, duck pond, duck pond, uh, the new duck pond has larger than life spinning water lilies, balance beams, and rocking toys. And Donald's boat has crashed into the Goofy's Toontown, uh, or Goofy's area. And there is a big splash pad area. So make sure your kids bring a change of clothes there. I'm really excited. I'm just going to stop you really quick. Yeah, I'm really for excited it, yeah. for this. Um, so Good Boy Groceries, first of all, is taking over Goofy's gas station, which it sounds like just a retheme. Same thing. Cafe Daisy. Uh, these three eateries that were there, it was like Pluto's hot dogs, like Clarabelle's ice cream, and Daisy's diner. So it just sometimes one of them would be open, sometimes all mm. three. So I'm glad they're combining them. Goofy's house. Okay, when I was a kid, when Toontown first opened, it was a legit bounce house. And then <laughs> they removed the bounce house element of it and just made it like a flat ground mm-hmm. and you couldn't bounce in it you mm-hmm. just like walked through and it was really boring so i'm like i understand like you could get injured lawsuits i get it yeah. um so i'm really glad they're bringing an interactive element to this now the little model they had for donald's boat 
Currently, I mean, before Toontown closed, you could walk through Donald's boat. But again, they closed off all the fun things that you could do, probably out of the fear of lawsuits. <laughs> so I'm really glad they're like bringing life to Donald's boat by making it a splash area because there are no splash areas in Disneyland. The one that they had in Bugs Land over in DCA has been closed to make room for Avengers Campus. Mm-hmm. Disneyland Park itself has never really had a splash area, so... Providing this is a good idea. Like this last week, it was over 100 degrees in Disneyland. Disneyland needs this. Um, I'm concerned that they closed off Donald's boat because walking through is still kind of fun. They had like pictures on the wall and stuff to look at. So we'll see. And then I also noticed they took out um, Chippendale's treehouse, which honestly, it used to be a slide and there was a giant ball pit. They took out the ball pit long ago. There were no balls in the ball pit. It was just a big pit that you could not even go into. <laughs> and I think the slide was closed. So <laughs> I don't know. It was just nothing. You just walked through a treehouse. Yeah. Well, thanks. Thanks for all the insight. Cause yeah, I don't, I didn't know anything about Toontown. So uh, that's, it's really cool. I'm really excited for the updates. Yeah. That's, it's good to know that uh, they're, you know, they're, they're doing all these updates for the kids and stuff. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's, I wish Disney World still had that because I remember it when I was a kid, you know, very vaguely, mm-hmm. but uh, at least I have the memories of the Full House episodes when they visit Toontown. So I have that. <laughs> exactly. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, so, you know, moving on, uh, still in Toontown, there's more, they have, there's a lot going on in Toontown. Uh, you know, we already know the Mickey and Minnie's run of our well runaway railway will be uh, happening over at the El Capitoon Theater, Centennial Park. Uh, there will be water. There will be fountain features and water tables uh, that will provide interactive elements for everyone to enjoy. Um, and then, you know, there's still staying the things that are staying the same are Roger Rabbit's cartoon spin, Mickey's house, and Minnie's house. Um, plus other attractions will be reimagined in new exciting ways, including gadgets, go coaster, which will be, which will be called Chip and Dale's gadget coaster. Um, so yeah, that's all the exciting news from there. Yeah. Mickey's Toontown will be reopening early 2023. The name change on the coaster cracks me up. Like is gadget no longer a character in the Chip and Dale universe? Gadget was the um, it was the girl, the girl right? It was the yeah. girl chipmunk. Okay, that's right. So she just doesn't exist anymore. So I mean, I guess. people Chippendale sells. Unfortunately, Gadget apparently yeah. the new the new She's Chippendale so movie did not do enough. So well, I guess not. Yeah. That movie was awesome. If you have not watched the new Chippendale movie on it Disney Plus, it's so good. It's hilarious. Yeah. All right. So, uh, Katie, do you have any any thoughts on Toontown or are you, are you nope. good? Okay. Um, I it sounds cool. I'll get there one day. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna keep moving on. CJ, any last thoughts on Toontown? Because you've given us. I'm excited. I wish I could take my kids back. So I'll just have to book another vacation. Yeah. Darn. Real quick, is there a splash area in Storybook Circus? Yes, there is. Right. Okay, that's what I thought. All right. Yep. I'm excited to take our daughter there. She loves bring a bathing suit. Oh yeah, yeah. We plan on it. Yeah, we plan. On it. <laughs> she loves like water play area, so we're excited to show her. All right, so now we are moving over to Disney's California Adventure, um, which is now getting a bit even more of an identity crisis. Uh, So starting, uh, one of the first things they announced, they brought, you know, we talked about Jon Favreau came on stage and really teased up what was going on. So the Mandalorian came on stage, full costume, as well as Grogu, also known as Baby Yoda. Uh, They are both coming to Galaxy's Edge only in Disneyland 
Um, oh, why do I have this in California Adventure? That was supposed to be in the Disneyland section. That's my bad. <laughs> um, <laughs> so this is coming to Disney's uh, uh, Disneyland's Galaxy's Edge in mid-November. So we are getting the costume characters over there. Um, now, my thoughts on this, you know, I can't remember. We knew Boba Fett. Well, Boba Fett and Fennec Shan have been there. Did we know Mandalorian, right? We already got the news that he was coming, right? Yeah. They, this, to me, this is an eh. Like, we knew it was coming. Yeah. Yeah. It seemed like a fluff announcement to me. Yeah, this was the first time they showed... They just wanted to showed... get Grogu on stage. <laughs> Say that again, Katie? They just wanted to get Grogu on stage. Yeah, yeah this was the first time where I think they showed uh, Grogu, you know, in his glory of, like, you know, how it works with the animatronics. So... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, no word on Disney World anytime soon, but, you know, this is the kind of thing where they created Galaxy's Edge. They created it in a time period between episode Star Wars Episode 8 and Episodes 9. It's it's already like, you know, we talk about timeless. It's already just they've broken their own story. They keep bringing these characters in that are, you know, in a... It, 20 they, they come like 20 30 years before the events of episodes eight and nine so it's just like they're just all over the place now it doesn't even matter so um any any other thoughts on this all right i'm gonna no. keep moving on then the next thing though uh kevin feige the president of marvel studios came on stage and then mark ruffalo popped up on the screen and saying they needed some green over in the avengers campus um so then the, a huge hulk appeared on the stage in his Avengers Endgame costume. So this is part of the exo um, exosuit technology that they've been teasing for the, I think for like the past year. I think they debuted it at D23, right? Or at sorry, the, D- Destination. At Destination yeah. yeah, at Destination D23, they showed it off. And it's lo- very large Yeah, so it's, in person. It's, pretty, it's very scary. Yeah, it's pretty much, <laughs> you know, someone in a very large suit. Um I think they still have way more. I think they it, it needs some more time because the Hulk on stage looked very stiff. Like if you saw the yes. video of it, he it looked really cool, but he, it just he looked really stiff, and it's it. I just when don't they, think it's quite there yet. When they showed it at um, Destination D twenty three, the the actor who was wearing the suit was just wearing the pants, yeah. and it was like. It was like furry. Yeah, it was like so a yeti like, or something. Yeah, it looked like a yeti or some sort of like yeah. monster from like Monsters Inc. or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So um, Hulk will be appearing in Disney's California, California Adventure next week for a limited time. That's what they do a lot with the characters over there. Like you're, there's so many characters that you've been able to meet, but, you know, it's usually for a limited time. So um, hopefully you get to see them. Uh, over there so katie any any thoughts on this is this the same size or technology suit as the dude who hangs out in pandora at the exit of flight of passage yeah sometimes plays games is it essentially that size and yeah i mean because those are pretty much like exo type suits yeah yeah yeah. Okay. I was just trying to frame it because I couldn't really get a good idea. So if you've seen the big machine avatar guy, um, robot guy at the exit of Flight of Passage, yeah. about the same. Yeah. I've never cool. seen him in person, but I know he comes out every once in a while. I don't know if he's come out anytime recently. Dude, he's but. hilarious. Yeah. I haven't seen him in a long time, but I, if he's out, I will always stop and watch him because he's yeah. usually really funny and picking on people in the crowd. And yeah, I love it. Um, 
Cool. So that is happening soon. And then the big news that they start they uh, talked about over at Avengers Campus is that you know right now the big storyline in the multi in the Marvel Cinematic Universe is uh, the multiverse. There's so many things happening with that. They want to bring the multiverse to Avengers Campus. So the new concept for this attraction will be an epic family adventure where you'll get to team up with more of the Avengers and their allies to battle against foes from the multiverse, including King Thanos, a villain designed specifically for Avengers Campus. So this is a story where Thanos won. Like he beat, you know, whoever he had to beat, uh, he, he won. Um, so... There wasn't any details on it. The only like slight detail we got was in this big poster that if you're watching again, the video feed I have up, but they have the like a vehicle. It has two rows of people, four people in each row. So it kind of looks like, you know, it could be like, you know, a dino a dinosaur type ride. Maybe who knows like uh, a ride vehicle like that. Cause it has like people seated. I can't imagine this being like, a Pirates of the Caribbean slow attraction. I feel like this, like this is, they said it's a, um, an epic family adventure. So something that everyone could ride. Um, so maybe it will be a ride vehicle like Indiana Jones and the, um, what is it? The Temple of the Forbidden Eye. And the Temple of the Forbidden Eye. Yeah. yeah. Or, or I was looking yeah. at it and I was thinking it might be like Rise of the Resistance, but they have this vehicle. Um, I don't know if you guys saw pictures, but, in Hollywood Land for a while, and probably now in Avengers Campus, there's like this black vehicle that I think Black Widow comes out in, and it's like oh it looks like, yeah, um, it kind of looks like a, a Humvee, like an altered like an armor, Hummer or armor something. Humvee, yeah, yeah, it, that's kind of what it looks like. And I was thinking maybe it'll be like a Rise of the Resistance vehicle that like crossed like with that, and maybe it'll be like ride. a trackless thing. Yeah, and my guess is maybe the queue you're gonna go through some sort of like come on recruits get trained for this mission and hop in our vehicle and come with us. Yeah. Yeah. No, it makes sense. I think that could definitely be it. That would be a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, Katie, any thoughts from you on this? No, super sounds super cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm stoked. Uh, you know, cause I think I'm, so if I go to Avengers campus, I can't really do mission breakout. I will ride it just because I need to experience it. But the tower, like those drops, that's what really upsets my stomach. And Katie, uh, not Katie, CJ and I talked about it last week. The web flinger thing, it does that doesn't do anything for me right now. Like I have, was, I have no. If hype, you like video no games, excitement. you need to go on it. It's fun. I'll go on it. I have no hype for it right now. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so that is the the Marvel stuff that is coming. Uh, now to the more of the identity crisis over at California Adventure, uh, the Pacific <sighs> Wharf. Uh, in California Adventure will be reimagined to San Francisco, which is the, the town from Big Hero 6. Imagineers are in the early phases of this work, uh, but you can see glimpses of what's to come for children of all ages, the young and young at heart. There will be a place to meet Baymax, plus new spots to eat and drink. Um, so I don't remember much about... Pacific Wharf. So oh, uh, CJ, that's near Pixar Pier right now. Right? Um, it's between it's 
it's uh if you're heading into like pixar pier and paradise gardens park it's just past cars land on the left it's like nestled right by cars land across from the italian restaurant along the parade oh route. i've eaten at that italian restaurant actually yeah it's rose? like right across rose something? No. no no it's um no, wine country trattoria oh, that, yeah that's it yeah i've eaten there before yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah, same thing. Rose, Rose. Yeah. yeah. Like, just like that. <laughs> you, you um, yeah, I remember now, so. It's like right on the back entrance to Cars Land, basically. It's just this little nook. Okay, yeah, so it's like a, I'm looking at the map now. Oh, yeah, so it's like a, just a small little area over there. Yeah, Um, and it's got the Boudin Bakery with the sourdough bread walkthrough where it's got a fabulous piece of DCA 1.0. It's got Colin Mockery and Rosie O'Donnell teaching you all about how sourdough bread (laughs) is made. It's very 2001 DCA and I absolutely love it. And you get a free piece of sourdough bread. Oh, nice. It's got Ghirardelli just like in Disney Springs. And it's got uh, the Chinese restaurant and it's got a beer truck and it's got Rita's Margaritas and it's got um, the Mexican place, Cochina Cucamonga. And um, it's a really great place to sit and eat. The food there is excellent. The bread bowls are excellent. And I like this part of the park because it's usually pretty quiet. There's not, there's no rides here. It's just a really quiet place to sit and eat. And there's three different styles of food and you got beer and margaritas. Can't go wrong there. Mm. And you got ice cream. Also can't go wrong there. So like it's losing the California identity for me. Um, I mean, obviously it's themed after San Francisco first of all but like food culture is a really important part of california culture and to to potentially be losing like a chinese food place like the sourdough bread place the mexican food place like that's those are really popular food spots and to take that away from california adventure makes me a little nervous Mm -hmm. does baymax need to be in disneyland somewhere yes does it need to be here probably not yeah well you know, Disney's just throwing stuff, sticking it to the wall. <laughs> I would rather see this in Tomorrowland, which, by the way, had zero announcements. Yeah. So, oh, that's right. Yeah, Tomorrowland, nothing. What the heck? Yeah, come on, no, that's uh, all we want. Nobody asked for San Francisco. I'm sorry, nobody asked for that. Yeah. Everyone's asking for no one, Tomorrowland no one announcements. Cares, and like, Big Hero Six is not on people's minds. That's yeah. like the problem. Like, you don't need to change stuff. No, things that people everyone loves about. the bread bowls. Everyone loves Kachina Cucamonga. Uh, everyone loves Rita's Margaritas in the beer truck. Yeah. Now, that all might stay. It just might be themed as a San yeah. Francisco restaurant, too. Mind you, That's this true. still right. just says right. new spots to eat and shop. They still might have a Chinese place, a sourdough place. Yeah. It probably won't have Rosie O'Donnell on it. Um, and a- I know. <laughs> save Rosie. Save Colin. <laughs> <laughs> and it might have... Don't- if they get rid of the free bread samples, I will personally go to California Adventure and stage protest. Does Disney know they're giving something away for free? Because they don't do that. They used to give free tortillas <gasps> at the uh, where the Ghirardelli place is. It used to be a Mission Tortilla Factory. Mm. And on your birthday, they'd give you a free stack of fresh-made tortillas. What? Yeah, that's awesome. It was the best. No now more. It's Ghirardelli, so. Now it's only IP. Yeah. <laughs> Ghirardelli. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyways, that's my thoughts. All right. Sounds good. So I want to keep on moving. Uh, thank you for your, your thoughts there. Um, so the big thing they announced, so Disney company itself is going to be celebrating the 100 years. So they kind of released the new logo and all the materials for that. So the Disney 100 celebration will be kicking off at the Disneyland Resort uh, late January 2023. 
Disneyland Park will be receiving new platinum-infused decor, new sparkling looks for Mickey Mouse, Minnie Mouse, and their pals, specialty, uh, special food and beverage offer- offerings, and so much more. I want to stop you right there for a second. Sure. I have a conspiracy theory about <laughs> like platinum decor going in for the 100th anniversary, okay. specifically at Disneyland. 2025 marks the 70th anniversary of the Disneyland Resort. Guess what material signifies the 70th anniversary? (laughs) Platinum. Is it platinum? Platinum. It is platinum. (laughs) We all know they missed the mark with the 50th anniversary at Walt Disney World. So my little brain here is thinking they're probably testing to see how well audiences respond to the 100th anniversary decor. And if it goes over well, they're going to reuse this and like copy paste it everywhere for the 70th <laughs> in 2025 i like i like it i like it. i enjoy conspiracy theories on a disney podcast i like it. So. <laughs> that that's the way that they're saving money basically seeing how this goes over and if it works then they don't have to do more work to come up with something new <laughs> yeah well well time will tell we'll see it's it's only a few years away so yep all right, so with that, they announced two uh, nighttime spectaculars. Uh, so World of Color, you know, love World of Color, still think it's the best uh, nighttime show at any Disney park. Um, and, you know, what's so great about it is that it can change. Like, it, it, it can change and be updated, and it's it's perfect. Um, so this one, this show will be called World of Color 1. It will celebrate the storytelling legacy started by Walt Disney a century ago. It will tell a new story of how a single action, like a drop of water, creates a ripple that can grow into a wave of change. Um, It's going to have a lot of uh, inspiring characters. It will bring them to life in new ways. And it has a new original song called Start a Wave. And then... Uh, over at the Disneyland Park, so World of Color is at, you know, if you don't know, it's at Disney's California Adventure over at Pixar Pier. So at Disneyland Park, uh, Wondrous Journeys, a new nighttime spectacular that will ignite the wonder in all of us. It, it will feature nods to all 60 Walt Disney Animation Studio films to date, taking on taking us on a journey filled with artistry, music, storytelling, and heart. Um, So I'll kind of stop there because there's a bit more. But um, So we have the two new shows. And then lastly, then uh, you guys can comment. uh, There in the spring, there will be the long-awaited return of the Magic Happens Parade. Uh, It will be coming back to the Disneyland Park. So... um, Again, I'm excited just because, I mean, I don't know if I'll get the Disneyland next year, but World of Color is always awesome. Uh, I'm exci- I actually really like the theming that they're going with for the Wondrous Journeys. Uh, I would love to see that. Um, you know, they're going to have projection uh, effects on that of uh, Main Street and Sleeping Beauty Castle. Um, so, yeah, pretty, pretty excited about that. Um, oh, yeah, and it also says the Rivers of America for Wondrous Journeys, Rivers of America... It will turn into an artist canvas that brings characters ali- to life all around you as fireworks dance in the sky. I think they've done that in the past for other fireworks shows. Because that's, that's I remember... separate from the main hub, right? The... Yes, yeah. yes. Because I remember them advertising. You can watch the fireworks show from Rivers of America. So I think they've used that for projections in the past. Okay. Right. Not 100% sure, but I think they have. Gotcha. Um yeah. So all sounds exciting to me. I don't have much to comment um, on this. So what what do you guys think? 
Gotta get back to Disneyland. I am very excited for this. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, you know, I usually don't like movies being put into Disneyland fireworks shows. And part of the reason why I like Remember Dreams Come True is because it celebrates Disneyland Park very, very well. And if you haven't seen the show, watch it on YouTube. But I think, you know, the fact that this is a celebration of the 100th mm-hmm. anniversary of the Walt Disney Company and the company started as an animation studio, this seems appropriate. Yeah. So I'm okay with it. Yeah, Katie, I think next year is going to be the perfect time for you to go uh, go to Disneyland for the first time. You know what? If only I didn't have a wedding and honeymoon to plan in there. Not honeymoon to Disneyland. Problem <laughs> Listen, solved. I'm trying to convince Nick to even do a day at Disney World for a honeymoon. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. But yeah, no, I, I'm dying to get out there. I mean, all this stuff sounds really cool. Um, I, I always love to hear about what's happening over there and imagine it in my own way because I have nothing really to base it on. So it sounds cool. <laughs> I'm excited for all you guys out there, Disneyland fans, to get some new fun shows. Yeah. Uh, cool, cool. So, all right. Well, we are uh, running long. I knew we were going to do this. So I'm going to be going a bit quicker through this stuff. Um, so that's all the parks, uh, at least for well, that's all the news for Walt Disney World. In Disneyland, I still have a bit more um, Disneyland news for the downtown Disney and the resort stuff. Um, so surprisingly, we didn't get any resort news for Disney World, right? Disney World, it was no. it was quiet. Yeah, so we have we have some stuff for Disneyland. Uh, Disney's Paradise Pier Hotel, uh, we already knew it was going to become a Pixar themed hotel, so it's officially called the Pixar Place Hotel. Um, the hotel will weave the artistry of Pixar into its comfortable contemporary setting, including fantastic areas for everyone to enjoy, like a Finding Nemo themed splash pad area. Um, it's also going to feature a restaurant or it's going to yeah, feature a place called Great Maple, which is going to be its flagship restaurant on the first floor. Um, this has it's known for fried chicken and bacon. So this is a place that is found in um, in California, which makes sense to me in a pixar yeah, area and i haven't even heard of it and i'm spent 30 years in southern california and i haven't <laughs> heard of it so yeah. and i'm googling it I, the nearest place to me was newport beach and i never really went there oh, so. okay so didn't didn't hang out there yeah <laughs> um so yeah excited to see the changes come to this i stayed in pixar pier back in 2014 or sorry paradise pier paradise. hotel in 2014 um and i thought it was good I thought it was, you know, perfectly fine hotel. We had a, a view of the parks, which was fun. So, um, and then uh, the, at the Disneyland Hotel, the DVC building is officially called the Villas at the Disneyland Hotel. So, so creative. Yeah, I mean, the Villas at uh, GCH are called the Villas at Disney's Grand California Hotel and Spa. I mean, it's, so the, it's the Villas. You can see they got really creative it's the Villas here. I mean, it's, at Boardwalk. The Villas at, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's I'm what glad, it is. I'm just glad that they announced it because, you know, we the were all is, wondering. The logo that they chose for the Disneyland Hotel Villas are so, it's so ugly. It oh. looks very corporate. It's really bad. <laughs> um. Yeah, I think it's fine. But yeah, the vi- it's always the villas at something. So I think that's just, mm-hmm. you know, what it's going to be. Uh, and then in downtown Disney District, they showed a new, uh, they showed new concept art for uh, Din Tai Fung, which is a world-renowned Asian restaurant. Um, so we it, it was announced earlier this year. They just showed some concept art, which I'll have on the screen. 
Um, and then what people really got excited for was Porto's Bakery and Cafe, which is an iconic Southern California destination known across the country for its sweet pastries and desserts, as well as delicious California Cuban inspired dishes. Uh, and this will be coming to the downtown disease district in the future. So, oh boy, I did not see this one coming and I'm so excited. (laughs) It's so good. Oh my gosh. I'm really excited. Well, that's good to hear. Yeah, any anytime yeah, you see just, like a favorite <laughs> come to Disney, uh, it's great. You know, you know, Ample Hills was mm-hmm. in the Disney's Boardwalk, and that was a really good ice creamery in uh, Brooklyn. Unfortunately, they closed. They did open up a new shop, but you know that was. They also had their area in um, the Boardwalk area, and man, you know it's so good. So. Yeah. Um, but excited to try Porto's in, in the future. So that's exciting. The very last bit of Disneyland news is the run Disney events are coming back in 2024, which Yay! yeah, CJ uh, is very excited about. I am. I like the Disneyland races so much better. I know I'm like singing the praises of Disneyland over Walt Disney World. But I mean, you live I you live there for 30 years. It's fair. It's fair. Yeah, it's, it's just, you know, it's my home park. But you get more time in the park. And it's because like Disney, Disney doesn't own the streets around Disneyland like they do here. So they try to get you in the parks and on their property as much. I mean, you run through downtown Disney, Disneyland and California Adventure, no matter what race you're doing. And then usually for most of the races, they send you out to Anaheim uh, Angel Stadium. You run the bases around the stadium and you run back and the community gets really involved. They send like marching bands from all sorts of high schools to like line the race course. There's like classic car clubs who have like literally a mile of classic cars that you run run by mm. um the local residents come out of their houses and cheer you on like it's just it feels like a community event and there's entertainment the entire time whereas here yeah you're running on disney-owned roads but it's a lot of like blank spaces between the parks so i think the races there are just better and more entertaining so yeah. yay, yay! Well, do they have exciting does disney run disney disneyland have the same like schedule of races or do they do their own so typically they do um, they do an Avengers-themed race in November. They do a Star Wars-themed race in January. They did Tinkerbell in, like, around Mother's Day. And then Labor Day was, like, the Disneyland half. Cool. Yeah. So all different timings from the ones in Florida. Yes. That's awesome. So theoretically, if you went really <laughs> crazy, you could do all the races. I don't think anyone <laughs> should recommend that. That doesn't sound... Good that's gonna be body. some new like ridiculous challenge. That's, oh, that's gonna be like the Scrooge McDuck. I have too much money challenge. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fun stuff. So yeah, excited uh, for everyone who's pumped about the Disneyland uh, Run Disney coming back. So, all right. So the last thing we'll talk about today. I don't think we're gonna get to the parks around the world, but the Disney Cruise Line. I you know I don't really follow the news on the Disney Cruise Line. I had no idea that they are. They have three more ships coming out. So the Disney Wish just premiered. They just announced the name of the second ship, but then by 2025, there's going to be a third ship as well. Yeah, I think they I had announced, no idea. They announced some of this at um, the last D23, but they were like really tight-lipped about it. So more details was nice to hear. Yeah. So uh, the Disney Cruise Line, the new ship. Uh, which is the sixth ship in their fleet is called the treasure. 
Uh, the theme of adventure, the the theme of it is the adventure inspired by Walt Disney's love of exploration. The Grand Hall will radiate the irresistible allure of adventure, inviting guests to seek the treasures on board from the moment they embark. Inspired by the grandeur and mystery of a gilded palace, it draws on real-world influences from Asia and Africa and pays homage to the far-off land of Agrabah from Walt Disney Animation Studios' classic tale, Aladdin. The signature atrium statue, a Disney cruise line tradition, will be a shining, shimmering, splendid representation of Aladdin, Jasmine, and Magic Carpet soaring together on a whole new world of adventure. The Disney treasure is scheduled for delivery in 2024 following the Disney wish which set sail in this past July. Again, like we just said, it's the second of three ships planned through 2025. Um, so super exciting. I had no idea about this and it actually makes me really want to go on a Disney cruise. Cause I love this theme. Like I think this theme is mm-hmm. so neat. You know, I've been watching a lot of vlogs and stuff on the Disney wish lately um, just, you know, it's so new. A lot of the people I watch are going on it. You know, it seems like it's cool, but it never really caught, you know, my, uh, my interest, but just seeing, um, the, the, the quick, uh, animated videos that they had, uh, I get really excited for this and it's something that I, I might want to explore in the future. Um, but yeah, this is cool. I don't know if you guys saw the previews of this at all, but what are your, what are your thoughts? It looks awesome. I need to go on a cruise ASAP. Have you been, sorry, CJ, have you been on a Disney cruise or no? In the year 2000, 22 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, a long time ago. Katie, you you haven't, right? Yeah, nope. I've never been on a Disney cruise. I think I'd want to. Um, This one sounds really fun. I agree. I would hope that they do something kind of like what they do in Batu and on the Star Cruiser, where you can do little adventures throughout the ship, right? Use Mm. the... Disney Parks app, but for Cruise Line, mm. um, and like play games and do little scavenger hunts to like search around the ship. I think that would be so cool. Like it's all talking about the adventures out there and blah 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 blah. So like, have them. Ha- I I would love to see scavenger hunts or adventures that you can kind of dive into storylines mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah, I mean they have the technology. Use it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, agreed. I hope they, you know, I can't wait to see what the rest of the ship looks like, what they have in store. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't seem like we have to wait too much longer for that. So, you know, really exciting. Um, any other thoughts on that? All right. So moving on, uh, they also showed a sneak peek at the new details and concept art for S- Disney's second island destination in the Bahamas besides Castaway K. Um, it is located on the island of Eleuthera. Uh, at a place called Lighthouse Point. So they, you know, they showed uh, several different concept arts of, you know, the beaches, the area where they, you know, everyone can hang out, get some food. Um, And it all looks, you know, really cool. Like, you know, I've never been to Castaway Cay, of course. I don't know. You know, I've seen some video and photos. It It looks fine. But this, like, they're going, like, all out with the theming on this. Mm -hmm. This concept art looks beautiful. Um, and it, just seeing it really want to makes like, makes me really want to go, uh, and, and check this out. Um, you know, cause honestly, I, I really have like, I've never had a desire to go to like the Bahamas or like, you know, Jamaica or Dominican Republic. Like it's just, I've never really 
wanted to. Um, so like I would take a D- Disney cruise if it's, you know, and stop on an island if it's like owned and operated by them. I feel like I would totally want to do that. You know, I'm not trying to like, you know, you know, say anything bad about those islands. It's just never really appealed to me. Um, but this seems like so isolated. Like I love that feeling of like isolation. So that just seems really cool to me. So um, any other thoughts from you guys? I think we need to go on a cruise. I know. Mm-hmm. I know. <laughs> well, so this this next piece of news they announced, which I think is super cool. Um, so for the first time, Disney Cruise Line is bringing the magic of a Disney vacation to guests in Australia and New Zealand during a brand new Disney Magic at Sea cruises beginning late October 2023. The ship is the destination um, on these limited time voyages, which have been specifically created to immerse local guests in their favorite Disney, Pixar, Marvel, and Star Wars story across enchanting entertainment and enhanced experience throughout each cruise. Um, and then during the repositioning of voyages between Honolulu and Sydney in October 2023 and February 2024, the Disney Wonder will offer a the fleet's first ever South Pacific itineraries. Um, these brand new cruises will, will give you a chance to experience exotic de- destinations like Fiji and Samoa. Uh, bookings will open to the public on October 6, 2022. So in short, it sounds like uh, on its way from, you know, America, the Disney wonder, it's going to be stopping over in, like the Fiji and Samoa area to do some cruises and then make its way down to Australia and New Zealand, which is like really cool. So I think that's awesome. Uh, I just want to say if my husband's listening, February, 2024 is our 10th anniversary. So bookings <laughs> open October 6th. You got three weeks here to uh, book this cruise. <laughs> Not so subtle <laughs> hints there. <laughs> I love it. I think this is cool. I So it, Correct me if I'm wrong, but it, are these new cruises that are going to be in Australia and New Zealand, like the Adventures by Disney cruises? I don't no, think so. No, I no. think this is, this is it, just it, a cruise. It's like a cruise to nowhere on okay. the Disney Wonder. Yeah, Got so it. it's so just yeah, like it's a, the Disney. The Disney Wonder is making its way down there, um, and then yeah, you know, they'll be doing cruises in the Fiji Samoa area, and then going to Australia and right. New Zealand for I don't know how long. So got it. Cool. Yep. Um, so super exciting. So, you know, they did announce some stuff in, you know, Disneyland Paris, Hong Kong, Disneyland, Tokyo, Disneyland, but there was really not too much love, uh, over there. You know, a lot of them are actually, they have bigger renovations coming. Um, you know, Tokyo, Disneyland, Hong Kong, Disneyland and Disneyland Paris all have frozen either attractions or lands opening up soon. So they showed some stuff over there. Um, so in Tokyo Disneyland, they showed a preview of, uh, animatronic of Elsa, um, at Shanghai Disneyland, they showed a really cool, um, impressive animatronic of officer Clawhauser from Zootopia, which was really cool. Um, Disneyland Paris, there's a new Tangled attraction opening up, um, which just seems like it looks like something similar to Matt Tea Party. And of course they're going to be getting a frozen land, uh, theme, uh, frozen theme land over there. So. Um, but yeah, so that is all the D 23 news. We are at an hour and a half, which is like perfect. (laughs) That's, I didn't want in the mixture. We stayed at an hour and a half. Um, 
But, you know, the last thing I'll ask uh, the two of you is out of all the things that we talked about today, what are you most um, excited about? Um, <laughs> you go you, first. Oh, I, gosh. I was going to say you go all first. All right. I'll go, I'll um, go first. Matt, you go first. Okay. You want me to go first? Who wants to go? I'll go, for, I'll go first. You guys <laughs> think about it. I'll go first. Um, so honestly, you know what's you know what's funny? I'm honestly really excited about the Hatbox Ghost. I knew you were gonna say that. Oh my god! Yeah, I just because I love I love the Haunted Mansion. I love him in have Disneyland, you, and I'm just so excited. Have you to see- seen him in Disneyland? Yeah, yeah. I went. Okay. I, I went in 2017. That was the last. Oh time yeah, I was that was at- like the year they put him in. Yeah, I think. it was. It was like 2016. 2016, or, or it was it was fairly new. So when I went, uh, and honestly. I wasn't planning on going in 2017. I was visiting my friend in Hollywood and, you know, I, I had a, a red eye flight that night. And I'm like, I'm like, dude, I think I'm going to ditch you and go to Disneyland today. And that's so <laughs> good call. Because, and the main reason, because I really want to see the hat box ghost. So mm-hmm. I've just, I've He's always, cool. I've always had like a weird fascination with him. So <laughs> Me too. I'm just excited. I understand. Yeah. I'm just excited <laughs> that people can now will be able to see him in Magic Kingdom. So I'm honestly just you know I'm really what? excited about that. The first time I saw him was when I was a cast member. My managers arranged a walkthrough tour of the Haunted Mansion, and that was the first time I saw him oh, walking, that's so cool. walking through. That's it was awesome. very cool. That's I was awesome. like, there he is. I'm right up close. Like, I could touch him, but I'm getting in big trouble, so I won't touch him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like so, it. yeah, that's that's what I'm excited about. Uh, so, Katie, I'm going to go to you first. Okay. I think I have two. I am most excited that we finally got some solid end dates for the Epcot transformation just because there's Mm -hmm. still so much unknown and I literally can't picture it no matter how much concept art I see. So Mm -hmm. I'm glad that by late 2023, um, we will have a better idea of what Epcot's future looks like. Um, Because right now, Epcot's my favorite park and it's kind of hard to go to right now. So super excited for that. And then crazy enough, I am actually excited for a Dino Land refurb <laughs> eventually. <laughs> like, I, it's such a weird feeling for me right now because if they touch my dinosaur ride, I will, like, I literally, like, Matt, when you texted me that I was, as we were driving home on Sunday, I, like, literally started tearing up. Like, oh, my God, are you telling me this for seriousness? So I took a, yeah. like, my, I literally started having a panic attack. <laughs> but that aside, like, once, you know, my no- emotions settled down, like, the area does need a lot. Animal Kingdom is also my favorite park. Like, mm-hmm. very big passion for that. And it needs help bad, and it needs help fast. So I am yeah. excited to see what that what comes of that. If only it just doesn't come at the death of my beloved dinosaur. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're, we're definitely going to see it eventually. Probably not for, f- I would say, five years at you least. You think? You know, well, they move so slow. Maybe renovations will start in four. Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> We'll yeah, see. So, okay, uh, CJ, what about you? Okay, I've got two things as well. First of all, the nighttime shows coming to Disneyland sound really awesome. And I'm like scheming ways to get my husband to go back to Disneyland, even though we were just there. <laughs> I hear um, your 10 year anniversary is February 2024. Yeah, I know. Well, the hundredth well, anniversary might not be there anymore. Oh, I know. That's, See, that's the thing. I got. I got to weasel my way in another <laughs> the way. The ninth anniversary is in February twenty twenty three. That's right. Dude, the ninth. The, the big friends. nine. <laughs> that's like that's important. Uh, that is important. <laughs> um, the other one that's exciting for me is Run Disney coming back to Disneyland. You know, I did the last. Um, the last time I raced there was twenty seventeen. I ran the last 
um, Tinkerbell weekend, which was the last opportunity to get the pink coast to coast medal. But I know like the local California racers, Arizona, Nevada, like New Mexico, like there's a lot of people who have to fly out to Florida to get their run Disney fix. And that's really cost prohibitive for a lot of people. And the local community wants it. Like the cast members want it. Local runners want it. Like it just needs to come back. And so I'm really excited for that opportunity to come back to locals and like the greater Disneyland market. Awesome. Yeah, no, I'm, I know that you're very passionate about it. You're super, you know, you were pumped for that news. So, um, yes. <laughs> All right. Oh, so fun. Yeah. Well, this has been so much fun discussing the, the news with the two of you. Uh, lot of exciting things coming up. Um, you know, I was I was kind of, you know, it's funny. At the beginning of the episode, I was little, I said I was over, underwhelmed by it. But after like talking about it, I am more, you know, I am b- b- more excited now. So you're whelmed. I am you're now just whelmed. <laughs> I think I, I really like that they shared a lot of big picture ideas, right? Like it was fun to listen to them, even just a few clips I've been watching, like, just talk about their thought process and what could be. And it gets me excited for Disney's future because right now I'm not excited about Disney's present, but I'm getting mm-hmm. excited about Disney's future. Yeah. Yep, totally. Um, well, that's it. That's going to be it for this episode. So, CJ, thank you so much for being here for the past two episodes, and we'll definitely have yeah. you again on in the future. Yeah, uh, anytime. Yeah, you're always welcome back. Um, but, CJ, where where can we find you? Pl- plug away. Okay, so I'm on Instagram at The Weekly Mouse, and my blog is theweeklymouse.com. Um, and then on Park Snacker, you can see me rate all the Diet Coke <laughs> and all the children's food, also at The Weekly Mouse. And then my sister and I have our podcast comparing Disneyland to Walt Disney World at Park 2 Park Podcast with the number two. We just released an episode about the submarines at Disneyland and Small Worlds um, doing a comparison about the two at Disneyland and Disney World. Sweet. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Katie, where can we find you? Well, I am over on Instagram at Magically Mootsie, and I'm also on Park Snacker at Magically Mootsie. Significantly less active than CJ with her Diet Cokes, um, <laughs> but still over there. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, make sure you are subscribing to the podcast on all major podcast platforms. Uh, you know, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, pretty much anywhere. And make sure, you know, the video feed, uh, I actually just did an updated look of our video feed for the podcast. Um, so uh, I worked on that over the weekend. So now, you know, there's a, a refreshed look, which I'm excited about. Um, and again, uh, you know, you already listened to the episode, so you're probably not going to listen to this back. But, you know, I am trying to put more effort into video and inserting images, you know, the things that we talk about as well. Um, so make sure you're following us on YouTube. Uh, you know, subscribe over there. The video feed also appears on Spotify. So if you listen on Spotify, the video peer, video feed will appear there. So you can actually stream it directly, you know, to your you know Google Home or whatever hub that you have, uh, which is cool. So that would, you know, it, it video takes a lot more work. And, you know, right now we don't have a lot of watchers, but you know what? I am committed to, you know, keeping that quality up and hopefully, you know, we'll get more video watchers. So very cool. Uh, and then also, you know, make sure you're following us everywhere, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. You're going to want to definitely be following me this upcoming week for my trip to Walt Disney World. Uh, CJ, I know you're kind of busy next week, but I hope I get to see you uh, again next it's week. It's my birthday next yes. week, so I'm going to be in the park. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Hopefully we get to see you. We'll have to make some plans. 
Um, but yeah, follow me, Park Snacker, Park Snacker, Matt. I'll be posting there. There will be not. Uh, there will not be a main episode. But as I announced on the surprise episode I put out um, yesterday, for I put out a pre-trip report podcast. I will be doing my daily check-ins. So every day I will be recording a ten, you know, maybe ten-minute episode. Uh, of just like talking about what I did throughout the day. So you'll really get a detailed look. So it's going to be my like raw impressions um, because, you know, when I do my trip report podcast in a couple weeks, I'm not going to be going day by day. It's going to be, you know, kind of all chunked together in different sections. So if you want to hear my raw thoughts there, you can follow along next week. Um, but that's it. I am winded now. Time to edit this thing together and get it out. But uh, I appreciate the both of you. Thanks for joining us on the episode today. Well, that's it. Until next time, I'll see you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.